Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Hey there, I'm Mark Hill, and this is the Segment Podcast, a place where we take stories from the mountain bike trail and bring it right to your earbuds as I interview people who are moving from the ordinary to the extraordinary. From regular Joes all the way to the pros and the companies that support the mountain bike community. Let's see what happens when people take a risk, bet on themselves, and put in the hard work to get to the next level. Welcome to the segment. Let's go. Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Hey, Cinders, welcome back to the Segment Podcast. This one is episode 142 with special guest, the Dusty Dutchman out of Wisconsin. Had a great time talking with Dusty the Dutchman, and I hope you guys enjoy this episode. The dude is hilarious and creative and fun, and the Dutchman's Den that he's working on is going to be epic. And in fact, that video is out now for you to scope. Before we jump into the episode, I do want to say thank you so much to the supporters of the segment podcast. If you get a chance, take a look in the show notes. You'll see in the description that I'll have promo codes or affiliate links to these companies as they do support the show and help keep these shows coming to you every single week. Big thanks going out to YT Industries, Tasco MTB Apparel, Mother Earth Brew Company, Spy Optic, 6D Helmets, and Etney's Shoes. There's always rotating promo codes in there. When they're available, I put them up there to help you save a buck or two and to get you experience with these awesome companies that also support this segment. All right, guys, without further ado, let's get you into episode 142 with Dusty the Dutchman. What is happening, everybody? We are back. This is episode 142 with JT, a.k.a. the Dusty Dutchman. Joey, have you been seeing this garage build-out that he's doing? The Dusty Dutchman part due. Part due. Yes. I, was, I was checking out his older garage recently and, and then admiring that one and then found out that he's tearing it down and then doing another one, which is awesome. I know. I, I, need, to build, I need to build out the garage and the studio and all that, so I'm going to take notes. Yeah, he's like a he's a woodworker like you, man. He's he's doing it. He's doing it. So I figured you guys would probably have a lot to chat about because uh, he's got a lot of wood right now. He's got a lot of wood. Nice. Got a lot of wood. <laughs> <laughs> I have wood. Oh, <laughs> he, he does. We have a uh, a lot of people in the chat already tonight. Uh, yeah. I see that uh, Johnny Yu from Miami. What's up? What's up? Mount by Q and A and Trail Pimp is in the house. Um, Oh, we'll we have, 
Oh, <laughs> you? Joey's in there highlighting. We have uh oh Mia's in the house. Uh, not not bike. Uh, Q and A is saying to her. Well, gosh, I, I'm reading all these already, but this is fun. Uh, Marty Octodad is in the house from New Zealand. This is going to be a good one. Spokesman's in the house. We will see Spokesman in a little bit in Sedona. Uh, one of my childhood buddies is on the line, Phil Zacherson. What's up, buddy? Good to see you in there, bro. He's uh, tuning in from Facebook. We got Facebook in the house tonight, too. Spokesman. Yeah, it's wow. Okay, I'm yeah, catching it's, up. Yeah, it, it's gonna be a good one. It's gonna be a fun one tonight, Joey. As we're kicking off the podcast, uh, man, we are literally right around the corner from the Sedona Mountain Bike Festival. And if any right. of you are going, it is already the excitement's already starting to build up. I was texting uh, Steve earlier today. And we both sound like little kids, all excited about it. <laughs> so excited! I I just showed up at Steve's house. I don't see him anywhere. <laughs> I know. Where's his bar? He's not even working the bar. I think it's unattended yeah. drinks there. You can yeah. You can it's open. He said. He said just pour pour away. <laughs> okay. Thank <laughs> thank you, Steve. I appreciate it. <laughs> oh man. As far as local news and things like that going on, anything that uh, that you learned or or talked about? Wait, you just had a recent mountain bike celebrity in your neck of the woods from GMBN, yeah? Oh yes, uh, Richard. What's his last name? Yeah, yeah. There's a few actually. There's a there's a lot of people in the area right now. It seems like they're getting probably getting geared up to head out to Sedona, so they're here riding SoCal right now. Damn, that's so cool. That's really cool. Yeah, I saw that. Um, I saw that. And that was your local bike shop. It was Yeah, like, that was your... my local bike shop, Vallejo Hangar with Gordon. Gordon is the uh, mechanic over there. Great guy. Great shop. So, yeah, it was cool to see yeah. Yeah. them in there. That's really cool. Give that place a little bit of a splash on the radar, which is awesome. I saw that uh, one of our friends... Um, April Zastro is out riding in SoCal area, getting a lot of content for her channel. So I can't wait to see what what's there. But she's saw, been riding with some murderers. I saw a little Peace Rock action today. Some filming yeah. from Peace Rock, so I know where she yeah. is. <laughs> yeah, the the Academy. That place. Yeah. Uh, that place is definitely in person. It's gnarly. <laughs> it's it's super gnarly. Oh man, we got Chicken Sandy's in the house. He says, what's up, guys? We have Lauren in the house. She says, howdy, y'all. Oh, she's that's like Southern. Howdy, y'all. I want to know if she's in the tub watching this or if she's with Johnny. <laughs> I Johnny's don't know. She's in the tub with a glass of wine enjoying a book. But does she watch the podcast from there? Maybe. Maybe <laughs> electronics and water. She has to be careful. You know, yeah. the only thing, too, is she says, howdy, y'all. But I know this is not uh, y'all. This is howdy, Joey. <laughs> <laughs> That's what she's Call she's her. saying. Howdy, to Jody, to Joey. Um, MTB Tina. She says the Matrix is glitching on Joey's video. Is she uh -oh. glitching? My uh -oh. green screen. Yeah, I'm in what a different it? location, so things could go crazy tonight. Yeah. Oh man, here we go. <laughs> Let's see. Yeah, oh, I think I just look. We I were right. Studio. Oh, she yeah. is in the tub. She just she in the tub. to watch it so she didn't get electrocuted. So <laughs> I, I thought I grabbed my phone, but the studio phone was ringing. I haven't had the studio phone ring in a hot minute. That was crazy. Did you hear that on your side? I did hear your phone, yes. Who's calling? Yeah, yeah I don't know. Someone's calling the studio. We paid all the bills, right, Joey? We're good to go. <laughs> That's your department. 
That's true. <laughs> I think uh, the bills are paid. Without further ado, speaking of I'm bills, <laughs> let's bring uh, let's bring JT on. Talk to JT, and then uh, oh, you know what? We got to give out the whole shot award. Yeah, should we give whole the whole shot. shot award out with JT on, or what should we do? We can. Why not? Yeah, he's saying he's saying love the hot tub. JT's in the green room saying loves the hot tub. <laughs> love a hot tub. I know. <laughs> Same trail pimps in the house yeah let's do it let's throw on jt and then uh let's give out the whole shot award ladies and gentlemen jt the dusty dutchman yo what's happening guys how yo, are you what's up brother dude you sound so clean what microphone are you are you using i've been sitting on this road i don't know even know what it is but i've been sitting on this road mic for a while i don't know why i was like kind of buried behind my screens here forgot i had it and i pulled it out to give it a try and it seems like it works pretty good Dude, so works good fine really, i guess works really good it works really good <laughs> sounds so nice uh joey's over there switching hats real quick i think uh, it was the green hats messing with the green screen <laughs> oh look at that Maybe. look at that jt we are gonna give out the uh the whole shot award tonight and oh, yeah. I think uh I, as I you think i know who got it you know who got it i think what? so i was watching what? i was paying attention Let's have JT hand out the whole shot award. Let's see. Does Joey have it start up? Yeah, I'll pop it up, right? Uh, yes. Without further ado, folks, you've all been waiting. The gates have been open, and the first person to the section of the whole shot, uh, JT, I'll let you take it from here. boy, Johnny. Way to get in there first. I, you know, I never doubted you, brother. I knew that. I knew you'd be first in there. Always getting the whole shot. You got to be first to that first turn, brother, and you got it. boy. Congratulations, Johnny. You out of Miami. Taking home the whole shot. Trail Pimp usually is, is right in there. He must have been close. You know who hasn't taken it yet? And uh, it would be cool to see Chicken Sendy's. Chicken Sendy's got to be close. What's up, Joshua? Good to see you, man. Um, he says, what's up, guys? What is up? <laughs> Love that name. That is one of the best. It is. it is one of the best. Johnny just said he did a backflip. Spokesman, first question coming out of Durango. He's saying, ask if the Dutchman will be in Sedona. Love the Vita. I will be in Sedona. Unfortunately, I'll be there uh, not at the right time. Because oh, I'll, no. I'll be there the last weekend in uh, April. Yeah, I'll be there last weekend in April. And I think that's, what did I miss it by? A week or two then? Bike Fest? Yeah. Yeah, 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 it's yeah. Uh, coming up next weekend. So, oh man, that was close. So I am, I am going to be out there. I do. I'm going to have to probably lean on a couple of you guys to to point me in the right direction of the best trail to ride. I was kind of talking to me about it um, a couple of weeks ago. So I'm probably I probably only got a day or half a day to do some riding out there because we're doing. Um, Sarah and I are going to do a trip from. Uh, we're going to hit up like Zion and. Um, grand canyon and sedona and a couple oh, couple wow. national parks and we're going to finish in sedona and go home after sedona oh my god you're gonna have to go straight to the eye doctor all that eye candy you're gonna have no, eye cavities. i i just i don't have a lot of experience in that area I, i'm not a not a desert guy and I, I, i'm don't see a lot of i haven't seen a lot of canyons i haven't seen a lot of desert so i'm pretty excited to see wow. like a totally new topography and geography i think it's gonna be cool yeah, it's going to, oh man, Zion, yeah, that place is amazing. Are you going to get any hikes in or in, and oh, are yeah. you bringing the bikes? Yeah, we're going to, we're probably going to rent some e-bikes while we're out there. We're going to do some e-biking in, uh, in Zion. And then we're going to do, I want to do Angel's Landing. I think we're going to go to Bryce Canyon. Um, but yeah, it's going to be a lot of hikes 
couple of, couple of e-bike rides, probably like, you know, do some, do some like path and road riding with the, with the e-bikes. And then when we get to Sedona, that's when I'll probably take a day, rent a bike, find maybe, a, maybe find a guide or something and just spend a day or half a day checking out what Sedona's got. Hopefully their best trails is what I'm looking to hit yeah. is whatever the best, whatever the best I got out there for, for my style of riding. So what that'll be a good you? way to end it. And in the meantime, yeah. Sarah, Sarah's not too big on the mountain biking just yet she, she's a she'll do fat biking she'll do every other kind of cycling with me but not big on the on the mountain biking just yet i think this year she'll get into it a little bit more but so she'll probably go shopping and i'll go mountain biking oh that sounds like a good trade that sounds yep. fun that sounds oh, yeah. fun sedona's gonna have a, a lot of packed in and i think uh that bryce canyon they have the is it the hoodoos is that what they call them those those sure. rock yeah, structures yeah yeah that's it yeah those things look cool like from another planet there's so and much then, of that stuff out there it looks so sick i can't wait oh yeah and then that angel's landing i i did that hike and then once i got to the top it was it was icy snowy at the top so that last section to go out there we decided not to because it looked like you could probably slip and that'd be oh, it yeah. it looks sketchy so it, <laughs> it looks a bit sketchy it did it did, yeah, it did which is exactly why i want to go check it out I'm, I'm gonna try to get sarah to come up with me yeah, it God, you guys will score it. I think in April you should score it just right. It's gonna be amazing. I've I seen so. oh, yeah. man, so good. Based Joey, on the research I've done, I think I think we're gonna hit the timing just right. Oh, so good. The colors and everything are gonna be so good. Joey, have you done the Angels Landing before? Yeah, I've been to yeah, Zion's beautiful. Angels Landing's great. Walking up in the narrows is awesome. I would yeah. like to someday do the uh the subway tunnel where you, you kind of leave the park and come back into it through the subway. Wow. Yeah, it's hard to choose, man. There's so many. I've done a bunch of research and talked to a bunch of people that have been there, and they're like, "You got to do this, and you got to do this, and you got to do this." I'm like, "I got two days, right. <laughs> so yeah. I got to try to pick. I got to try to pick the best of the best and, and go that route." The the right. weird thing though is we missed the um, we missed the, the there's like a window where you got to uh, like apply to get the permits to go do Angels Landing. So now since we missed that because we we planned this trip late, I guess we got to do some kind of like day before we have to sign up for like a, a 24 hour lottery to get a permit for the next day. So I'm hoping okay. fingers crossed that I can get one. Yeah. Hopefully I, you'll get one. I know when I did um half dome, we didn't have permits. We couldn't get them. We tried the day before and my son and I just took off and we hiked all the way there. And while we were hiking we asked people if they had any room on their permit because oh, I guess you can get sick. Smart. So a lot of you know, people drop out. By the time we got up sure. there, we found someone with two spots. So yeah, that's a good call. That's a really good Otherwise, call. Otherwise, we were going to get there and look at it and turn around, but it still would have been yeah. worth it. <laughs> yeah, paid no, off. That's, Joey. That's, that's a that's a good approach. I might I might do the same. Yeah, that would be good. And now, as far as Sedona goes, um, I mean, we're jonesing because we're getting ready to ride there and hang out, and and uh, you'll be there too in a couple of weeks. What trails have you been looking at so far? Um, just talking to Mia, like uh, a couple of weeks ago, she mentioned, um, I think the one that stood out the most to me was the Brewer trail looked pretty, pretty sick. Okay. There's Brewer, a few yeah. that I've heard multiple times with that one. I it's popped up on my uh, YouTube feed probably the most. <laughs> so I've been checking that one out, but cause I kind of like, I wouldn't say I'm a big chunk rider. That's not like, that's not my favorite. I'll ride it. You know, it's, it's just, if, if I, again, if I only have a limited amount of time and I want to ride the best of the best of what my style is it would be some light tech but you know with some with some flow and mostly downhill if i could get shuttled i'll absolutely take some shuttles i don't i got nothing to prove out there trying to climb like it's 
I just want to, I just want to have the best <laughs> amount of, the most amount of fun I can possibly have in, in a half a day. So if that means I got to pay for a shuttle or a guide and rent, you know, whatever bike I got to, I got to rent, I'll do whatever it takes. Cause this is my first time there. Don't have a lot of time. I'm sure, I'm sure I'll be back, but I, you know, I want to get the best of the best while I'm there. Yeah, definitely. I think, uh, if you head over to Thunder Mountain bike shop, Thunder Mountain is going to have uh, the rentals you'll need and uh, cool. all the different trails to match you up with. Um, Joey, can you think of any trails off the top of your head that sounds like kind of like not as heavy only, on the tech side of some flow? I've only done one trail in Sedona. <laughs> <laughs> and we almost died. <laughs> yeah. Last time it was snowed out, so we didn't really do any trails. And the time before we did Slim Shady, and then the next day we went back and Slim Shady takes you to Highline. So we did Slim Shady and Highline. <laughs> Highline yeah. I've heard of. Yeah. Highline highly recommended. I would like to ride other trails this time, but I definitely want to do one trip on Highline. Yep. Yeah, yeah that, got... well, I've seen that White Line trail too. The trail pimp just shouted out that one looked pretty that one looks pretty yeah. rad too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Joey did that one. Yeah, he was right. out there doing the white line. <laughs> we found a, a smaller a version of the white line. line. <laughs> it was a white line and we filmed it to where it looked like he was on the white line. We're I like, You're crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nobody bought it though. Everyone at the festival was like, Oh, come on, Joey wasn't on the white line. <laughs> but he could, he could. Women's MTB Network is asking, uh, did you connect with Sedona MTB guides? Not yet. Not yet. I think um yeah, you mentioned someone that you had a good connection with there that I should reach out to that could show me around and we'll have to circle back on that so I can get that get his information and I'll probably reach out to him. That sounds like that sounds like exactly what I need. So I'll, yeah. I'll definitely go that route. Oh man, that's gonna be, dude. JT is gonna be so much fun. I'm stoked. I know. It's, it's like it's, I said. I don't know. It's it's hard for me because I don't even know, like really what to expect. Of course, you know when you see it online, it's one thing, and then when you get there, it's a totally different different thing. So, like I, I have an idea, but again, until you're there and your tires are on the ground and you're huffing and puffing, you don't. That's when you really get the feel for what <laughs> what the deal is. So, I'm. Yeah. It's like it's like cautious optimism. You know what I mean? Like I don't. There's been plenty of times where you know, your, your, uh, your eyes are bigger than your, than your heart sometimes where I'll see some trails and I'll go do them. And then once you get to them in real life, you're like, this is over my head. Like, this is, this is more than I can handle. <laughs> yeah. That's happened on a few occasions. So I, I'm just, like I said, cautious optimism. I know everybody says it's amazing, but I'm just trying to, trying to temper my expectations right now. And just hopefully I, I'm sure I'll be, I'll, I'm sure I'll be completely blown away, but. Oh yeah. No matter what you decide to do it, you're going to be blown away. It, it's so beautiful. I mean, we did a trail slim shady to easy breezy. It like does this big loop and comes back. And there are a couple sections where you turn the corner and you have like this cathedral rock. And it's just like, yeah. Oh my You get yeah. these views. You get this view of the airport. I mean, just you are, you feel like you're in uh like, you know, you know, you remember Roadrunner and uh, oh, yeah. the coyote yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, as a course. kid, I feel like they drop you in this make-believe world of mountain bikes that they allow you to ride around in for temporary yeah, time. Yeah. It's a scenery that I'm not, I have no familiarity with that, with that scenery. Like I've, I've always kind of just searched out mountains, you know I mean? Like, yeah, even like, you know, I've shout out to, I got my California t-shirt on tonight oh, for yeah. you guys. Oh, um, look at that Lake Tahoe, baby. <laughs> you know, like when we're in that area, we went to North star. I've been, um, you know, out to the Rocky mountains a bunch of times and couple, couple stops in the Sierra Nevadas. I've been up to uh, Whistler a few times. Like I, I always kind of searched out mountains. Never, I just never made it my, never made my way down 
that Southwest. You know what I mean? So I'm pretty, pretty excited about that, especially being a Midwest guy. Like, and I come from flatlands, like I come from farm, farm fields. So <laughs> to me, these are like new, these are like other worlds. So I'm, I'm excited to, to see a whole nother world. Yeah. Oh, you're going to have a blast. You're getting a lot of people here in the chats that are telling you uh, some things to do. <laughs> Trail Pimp actually from the Lake Tahoe area from your shirt right there saying hit the Mesa oh, yeah. Grill. It has really yeah. good food. And uh, then okay. he's also saying, yeah, Sedona looks like Mars. It, it totally does. Yeah. yeah. Marty Octodad is asking, "Does is Roadrunner based in Sedona? <laughs> it totally could be. It totally could be. Yeah. <laughs> it totally could be. And then uh, up here, we are actually helping out the youth. Check this out. Tomb Warrior popped in. He's in college right now. He says, what's up? I have about a five-minute window between classes. Dropping by <laughs> to say hi. But he's also saying, my next class is a podcasting class. So this counts, right? Oh, yes, sure, yeah. it does. Yeah. Yeah. Tell the teacher we said what's up. You. <laughs> I guess so. If, as far as roadrunners are concerned, I, I definitely don't want to do the thing where like I ride my bike like <laughs> off the edge of a cliff and then just like hang there for a minute and then yeah. you know create a that's, nice that's highlighter in the water. Yeah, <laughs> in the canyon yeah. floor. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Well, if you're riding your bike and you look down and like the the logo just changes from like YT to Acme or something like that, there you go. Yep. <laughs> then just get off the yep. bike because you know something bad's gonna happen. Yeah, or I got a coyote <laughs> chasing me. <laughs> Uh, he's, he's always okay when he hits the ground so maybe it wouldn't be too bad that's right? true yeah exactly. that's true yeah sedona is one of those like magical places so it, yeah. it what it i wouldn't doubt it yeah he's the king <laughs> of the flat landing loves landing flat he's really good <laughs> he it. does all the no suspension. transition needed yeah. <laughs> exactly oh man so jt you recently moved from mm -hmm. one house to another you yep. had built out the dutchman's den for the folks that are following you on YouTube, they can follow this journey and Instagram as well. Yeah. But you moved into like this bigger home and uh, tell the folks exactly what you're, what you're doing. Tell them a little bit about the old place and kind of what the new place is going to, going to cure for you. Sure. So originally, like before I even ever decided to really get into YouTube, I, I, I've always been into home improvement stuff. I've always, a bunch of my previous careers have been mechanical in in a sense so i've i've i have some reasonable uh mechanical skills so i like to uh fix up houses and you know i've I've done some done some projects over the years so when i when sarah and i moved into together she had um a, like a almost a three-car garage because it was two and a half wide but it was extra deep so when i saw this garage that wasn't being utilized very much at all i kind of asked i was like hey do, can i just like do whatever I want with this garage. Like if I make it really nice, is it cool if I just, you know, build this garage out really nice, you'll still be able to park your truck inside. We'll both park our trucks inside still, but everything else, do you mind if I just go nuts? She's like, no, have at it. It's yours. Go for it. So the, the whole, the whole premise was basically building um, a space solely dedicated to my love recycling. And that was kind of like the mission statement. Um, cause I always, I've always had smaller spots. Like in my previous houses, I always had like a little basement spot, like a little garage spot and like, you know, it's an office space with like a couple little, you know, like my stuff was always spread out. You know what I mean? I never had one place that could just be bike stuff. It was always spread out. So I was like, this is the time I got the skills, I think, and I got the space and the time. So I'm going to build out something that is just for me and my love for cycling. So that's what I did. So I built, um, you know, I, it was most important to me that it just was organized. Like everything mm -hmm. has a place. 
so that's why I kind of built it out the way it was. Every every bike had a spot on the wall <clears throat> or a place to hang up. You know, I had my little bar out there. I had the refrigerator out there. I had the uh, a nice big workbench. Had all my tools visible. Um, I come from a manufacturing background, so like 5S is very important, and that's that's basically everything in this place, everything organized, and that that's something that my OCD loves that stuff. So that's what I did. I just kind of uh, made sure everything had a place, and I enjoy you know, creating a nice aesthetic. And I really like kind of like that picture of the bar that Joey just had in his background earlier. Yeah. Yeah. Like that cool, that cool, like rustic aesthetic. Um, so that's why I went with like that reclaimed wood, like accent wall in the back. And I went with like a darker trim and, um, just, yeah. So there it is. Um, place to mm-hmm. hang out. Like I wanted everything in one place. So again, all my bikes, everything like that little corner spot there was, um, where I could get ready. Like that was all, I called it my staging area. So like my road bike was there, my shoes were there, my computer was there, the water bottles were there. Wow. So everything was in one spot. It was just very purpose built. Yeah, it looks and cool. I, I got it all dialed in where like everything above the rafters was also storage. So like I had my rooftop tent up there. I have a lot of like extra bike parts up there. It was really dialed. The space was super dialed and I I, I really enjoyed it. Um but the house was pretty small and we were in the city and we kind of wanted to get um, farther out into the county, which here in in Wisconsin, moving out to the county is like that's like that's kind of farmland. Like literally, my backyard is a farm. Wow! <laughs> like we have <laughs> we have tractors. Like we can sit outside and watch tractors like till up the land. Like we live on we're next to a farm. But the upside is that there's a little bit bigger property out here, a little bit bigger houses, um, and with a bigger ranch house comes a very large basement because here in wisconsin everybody's got basements so ultimately that becomes that's almost like free space right it's like overflow everybody puts their stuff their junk in the basement um and in this case the basement had not been touched nobody had done anything to it there was no walls it was just it's it's wide open as you can see and as you will see on saturday (laughs) when i release the next video but so our current garage is is smaller than our last garage so there wasn't enough room really to do anything in the garage there's a pretty big shed in the backyard but that I would have the same issues as I had the last, the last Dutchman's Den. The issues were it was not heated or cooled um, and it was not connected to the house. And I had to park trucks in there. <laughs> so <laughs> if I ever, if I ever spread out, right. If I was ever doing a project where I was kind of spread out throughout the whole garage, if I didn't finish it, I had to pack everything up, bring it back oh, in the house man, and then start again. And then I, so I could put the trucks away. And then start again the next day. Because you were filming your YouTube videos in in the Dutchman's Den as well, yeah. Sometimes, yeah. So like inadvertently, <clears throat> I made that first video, the very my like it's I think it's maybe my third video on my channel. I don't I don't remember, but it was the first video that actually people watched. We'll say that, and that was the the Dutchman's Den video. And like that video was so well received. That's kind of like what that was kind of my launching pad to to doing more YouTube stuff. And because I really didn't, it didn't dawn on me that that many people would think that it was cool. I guess to me, it was just, again, it was built. It was a very selfish project. It was made to be everything that I wanted. And I didn't think that I had no idea that people would think it was that cool, but lo and behold, they did. So that video and other videos like it have done really well. And that kind of prompted 
other videos because I've always built bikes. Like I've always, I'm always upgrading bikes. I'm always building bikes. Like every year I try to build one or two bikes. That's just what I've been doing over the last probably 15 years, but I never filmed it. Like I didn't, again, that's not thought anything that I thought anybody would care about. Um, yeah. But the turns out that's the most compelling content I make <laughs> apparently is all yeah. of my, anything that was filmed in that space. Those are the videos that I get the best reaction from. So nice. it's just, kind of snowballed from there um to where i would uh, any video that i would make it would happen in the dutchman's den and it became its own thing like when i built it it wasn't the dutchman's den there was really there really wasn't a dutchman per se it was more of a an idea so then once we built this space it became the dutchman's den and now it's like a whole thing um but then when we moved again i trying to decide what's the next step our current garage is too small. The shed again is the same issues, no heating, no cooling. Um, but the basement is wide open. It's untouched. There's heating, there's cooling, there's running water. There's, oh, uh, high, it's got high ceilings and it's, it's the same amount of space, but I don't have to park cars in it. Like the, I don't have to put trucks in it. So I have the oh, same amount man. of space, but I can utilize all of it for whatever I want. So now yes. when I do projects, spread out. Yeah, exactly. Well, now when I do, when I do filming down there, I can, I can keep all my cameras down there. I can keep all my, like all this live stream stuff that I got set up that I have to put together every time uh -huh. I'm going to set that space up so that it's always set up. And not like when the, something pops up like a podcast, I literally just sit down, turn on some stuff and I'm ready to go instead of setting that's, everything up all the time. So this will be a winner. Doesn't, it doesn't matter. Yeah. 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 This, this will be the next step. What I didn't realize about the first Dutchman's Den is how much I would need it all year round. And two, I didn't realize how much I would use it for filming. Like that was never, that was never a consideration. So the next Dutchman's Den part two will be more geared, <laughs> more geared towards, I don't know why I choose it, but it'll be more geared towards uh, being able to film and do live streams and stuff like that. And then also I can use it all year round because heating that garage and trying to film was pretty, pretty <laughs> annoying. Cause let me tell you what, there was some cold, cold time filming in that garage because you yeah, couldn't run the heater and film at the same time. Cause it was too loud. The noise, right? So you'd have yeah. to like cut the heater and then start mm -hmm. the film project. <laughs> I think, I think I saw a couple of scenes where you could actually see your breath. It, oh, you really good. have to look, but is that it's there? Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Oh, man. Oh, yeah, so my God. The, I'm, I'm super stoked on this next project. It is going to be so much work. It's so much work. Like, cause at least last time I started with like, I'd, at least I didn't have to build walls. You know what I mean? Like I, yeah. I, the layout was already there. I just had to plug in the pieces to it this time around. I have to design everything. So the reason that that last video was four weeks ago is because I spent two weeks just designing the space. Now that wow. I had the design um, and I drew it all up, start finally started um, the framing and that's done. I finished the framing yesterday. So the video that comes out Saturday will be that framing process. Dang. Wow. And you have all the tools for all that. This is something you do on your own. You're not bringing people in. This is all you. Yeah. I I'll probably mm. get some help from a, a few people along the way. Um, like we're going to, we're going to end up spray painting like the whole ceiling in this area is going to get actually like painted a flat black instead of like a drop ceiling. The ceiling is going to be flat black. And then I'm going to do like some of that cool, like hex grid lighting, nice. which will kind of be oh, like yeah. the ceiling and the lighting at the same time. Um, cool. So I'm going to have some help spraying that like Ryan's going to help me with that. I'm sure Sarah and um, 
my mother-in-law are going to help me paint because I'm not a painter, not a painter, <laughs> but they're very good at painting. So they're going to help me with that and some staining. I'm sure there'll be plenty of wood staining that's going to have to happen. But um, yeah, I've just been fortunate enough to, in my careers, just learn a lot of trades so I can, Dang. I can do a lot of it. Like the electrical is my, that's my favorite. Like I love that's the huge. lighting. The lighting in this next one is going to be, it's going to be awesome. Dude, it's going to be that, awesome. That hex lighting. I was able to get some of that hex lighting in the garage yeah. here. It's so cool. Man, it just lights everything up. It's so, it looks so good. Like it, yeah, it turns everything futuristic. It looks yeah. super awesome. <laughs> it's pretty neat. Yeah, and and so I'm always calling Joey. I'm like, Joey, how do you do this? And what do you do? Like, how do you guys learn all this stuff? I mean, to be able to do it all, I'm, I'm looking at contractors like, oh, can you cut a piece of wood in half for me? How much is that? <laughs> yeah. I mean, we all have our limits, right? I mean, we've all, we all, we all can do some, we can, we can do most things in some capacity, right? So it's just a matter of uh, to what capacity do you have to do something? And it's just in my, like I said, in, in, in my, in, while growing up and then on, in my careers, I've, I've learned a lot of mechanical skills, which I've also just never stopped doing stuff mm. you know what i mean i'm not afraid to do something that's that i'm that i'm uncomfortable i mean hence this whole youtube thing that i've done it's like you know when you start you have no idea what you're doing and you're 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 very self-conscious and you're nervous and it's uncomfortable but you just take that leap and next thing you know a couple months later you have a reasonable idea of you know what youtube is and how to run a camera and it's a it's a matter of uh you know just being around it doing it, keeping those skills fresh by, by using those skills as much as I just don't ever stop. That's the thing is like, I'm just, I'm just always doing something, That's whether it's something mechanical, working on a bike or working on a car or a motorcycle or, you know, a home improvement project or a video. It's just like, I just don't stop. And, and I think that's what helps me just keep skills fresh. And I think that that probably helps a lot of people. That's, that's just yeah. what works for me. Heck yeah. Fresh is always good. No expiration date on JT. That's for sure. You gotta, you gotta not. keep it when, <laughs> when you're, yeah, no, a long ways away, but when you are doing the YouTube channel, you know, and you're, you're working on these things, were you, you said you were already working on bikes and then you decided, maybe I'll just kind of film this or was the build out of the Dutchman's den the first time you thought maybe I should film this. Where did that all inspire from? Well, that's the funny thing about it, right? Is because the first Dutchman's den, there is, absolutely zero footage of the build because I didn't consider it. Right. It wasn't until it was done that I was like, Ooh, maybe this, you know, maybe this would be cool on YouTube. <laughs> and so I, I don't have a single second of video footage of that being built. Nothing. Um, I have some pictures cause that's what I did back then. Just take pictures. But again, it didn't, it didn't, it didn't occur to me nowadays. If I do anything, I got a hundred gigs of footage of whatever it is that I'm working <laughs> on. If you want me to pull it up? I'll pull it up. I got plenty of footage. Right. Um, but at that point, I guess, like I said, once it was done and I had been kind of dabbling in YouTube a little bit, I had done a few POV videos and I just thought that maybe that would be a good piece of content. Right. And it was only, I think the, the original video is two minutes, two and a half minutes long. It's not like, it wasn't anything serious, but I, um, I kind of had been into cameras and videos and, and creating that type of thing prior to the Dutchman's Den, but that really was the Dutchman's Den video was the beginning of my YouTube career. hundred percent. Wow. That's really cool. And that another thing I noticed is when you're in front of the camera, you look so relaxed. 
when you're when you're filming your videos so did you good. ever have that growing pain of like you turn the camera on and your brain goes blank did, did that ever happen to you or like today like earlier today yes <laughs> yeah. yeah okay i know there's no there's nothing easy about me talking uh, this is easy conversational yeah no problem like i this is this is i can certainly hold a conversation but man when that camera's on I could have the most, I could have the, a very simple sentence and I will screw it up every possible way. You can imagine. <laughs> but I, I finished filming today and I just get so mad at myself. And I, you know, I was thinking this thing, exactly what you, what you're saying is that, you know, people probably think that I'm good at this by now after talking in front of a camera for so long, I am not, I'm not. And that was proof again today where I like, I think I threw something today. If I remember, I think I threw like a tape measure or something. Cause I was, this little sentence, I think it was just like the closing sentence of like something I say all the time. And I, it took uh, 10 minutes just to get that one line <laughs> to get out. It. <laughs> like, why can't I speak? I just want to speak. I just want to say the words. Just let me say the words, man. I want to be done know, with this. I know. I, I often think to myself, like, what a weird scenario. Like, what if the, the fly on the wall to like be looking at this idiot in a basement by himself, just talking to nobody? <laughs> and doing a horrible job at it. And I'm like, yeah, like this is this is what I do now. Like <laughs> I, should be, I should be better at this, but I'm just not. So it's a struggle. But I guess you know, the struggle is part of the the joy of of uh, getting it done. Right when you finally get it done, and you know it was a struggle, it 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 feels better. But I, even that story, that 24 second story that I put up 15 minutes before, yeah. if I looked at my phone right now, I bet you I have 15 takes. Oh, on that really just on that yeah i wouldn't have known that wow absolutely man yeah mia says words are hard dude yeah yes yeah. easy to and read hard to say <laughs> <laughs> yeah i i i'm i guess i'm i'm kind of a, a get a bigger hammer type of guy like i'll just muscle through stuff like if i can't figure something out i will hit it with a bigger hammer and a bigger hammer and a bigger hammer and muscle through till i figure it out uh, if I, if I have my mindset on finishing this thing, whatever it is, like, if I just want to put up a story, like, I just want to get up a real quick story about this podcast, like I'm going to get it done. It may, I may screw it up 15 times, but at least I'll get it done. I so like I'm also through it, but I'm do please don't get me wrong here. This is when you see me looking, uh, what'd you say? Calm, relaxed. That's not, yeah. that's not the case <laughs> inside. It's going haywire. Inside, <laughs> it's like, in, there's a leak yeah. here. There's another leak here. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to patch it up. Yeah. Oh, I, oh, man. It's tough. I, I, I assume that most people have that issue, but the more I talk to people, the more I realize that some people are just really good at it. It's just not me. No, I mean, you come across, it comes across really good. I would have not known it took you 15 takes for that story. It was great. It was like, I've got lots of wood. And then you transitioned it beautifully into the, into the podcast plug. I was just yeah. like, man. And then in your video, you're talking to the camera and then you're like, I can do whatever I want. And then like, you have the RC car going around mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. then, you know, yeah. at one point you cut the audio and you're looking at the camera. It's way far back. You're like, there's only one problem. And you can hear that the audio isn't on mic anymore. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's all like, those little yeah. things. It's like, damn, this guy's this guy's good. This guy's. Good. I think, I, I think technically, like, I've, like you say, like that, the like just using that B cam audio uh, for that last little little bit there. I think I, I've I've learned some decent technical skills when it comes to even filming, right? And I think that's part of part of why I love cycling. One of the many reasons that I love cycling and 
cinematography, uh, videography, whatever you want to call it, is that technical side of it. Mm-hmm. Just learning the ins and outs of how the camera works. Um, I think I, I can figure that. I feel more comfortable learning that than I do trying to get the words out clearly. Like it's it's easier for me to set up a shot and set up the composition and the lighting and 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 set the camera up than it is for me to then once I get in front of it, it's like okay, here's where the wheels fall off. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh man, I I swear <clears throat> I think it takes us all a long time. I, I was actually even talking to like the big one in our industry, Seth. Yeah, and he said uh, his story was like it took seven years. He'd click on the camera and do his thing, and then after about seven years, he'd click on the camera and he almost forget the camera's there. He just start talking. I hope I and, get to that uh, point at some point. <laughs> yeah, same. That would be nice. That'd be nice. And I'll tell you what, I'll give it seven years if that's what it takes. I'll put in that seven years if I can get to a point where it gets easier. Yeah, for sure. The, be- the beautiful thing is that your finished work does not feel like you're uncomfortable. You know, that's that's good. That's good. I mean. Yeah. That's probably why we have a hundred gigs of, of memory oh, in our cameras. <laughs> so we can just cut through everything. The reason I say, the reason I say a hundred gigs is because I literally today <laughs> from what I shot today, which was most of the video, I went to upload it and it was one camera, 60 gigs, second camera, 40 gigs. I was like, you gotta be kidding me, man. Wow. Gigs? Wow. I'm running out of terabytes here, bro. Come on. <laughs> wow. That's huge. Uh-huh. That's huge. <clears throat> we have, um, a couple uh joys keyed up a couple uh comments in here it says uh it says here trail pep saying hurry up dusty judgment yes any relation to dusty betty Ooh. who's that i don't know who that is oh sedona bound there's a girl in sedona her husband is actually hardtail party they're youtubers okay her name is dusty betty cool uh, they i do mean i like her name so yeah we'll probably get along yeah maybe a long distance relative somewhere <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Joe Pip is saying Rich Payne. I'm trying to figure that one out. What oh, does that's, that mean? That, that's that's who was at um Gordon Shop. Um oh, from GMBN. Yeah. yeah. There we go. Yeah. I was like, Rich Payne, like, is that like uh is that the rapper? <laughs> yeah. You need a good Close. bike mechanic in in the um Carlsbad area. Vallejo hangar. Vallejo hangar, the there you go. Yeah, if GMBN knows about it, they're coming from overseas right. even. That's insane. I there all the time. Yeah. Trope is saying JT and spokesman need to compare man cave garages. Yes. Ooh, all right. Yeah. yeah I think I'm, I'm pretty sure uh, the spokesman and I just became friends or we, we follow each other on Instagram now. So I'll have to check that out. Yeah. He's in, he's in Durango. So he's got, uh, he had to build out as well for the, the weather changes and everything. <clears throat> but uh, There's so many very cool similar mindset places out there, man. There's, People do some really cool stuff, man. That's that's part of like what what keeps me inspired is like there's so many other cool, way better like garages and build outs than I could ever do. And that's it's great. It's cool to watch. That's what's so cool about YouTube is you get now we get exposed to that. Right. We get to see what everybody else is doing and just, you know, it gives you more. It's like, uh, you know, looking through the JC Penny catalog when you were a kid, like, man, someday I'm going to, someday I'm going to get this RC car or I'm going to get this GI <laughs> Joe thing or whatever. <laughs> Nowadays it's like, Ooh, I'm going to build me a garage like that. Yeah. Was it uh Sebastian, uh normal MTB or he had a, a video reel on Instagram or I don't know whose house he was at, but he was like dream garage and he built out this fun reel, but it was like a speakeasy. It mm. looked like a, a normal small garage and he knocked on a door and you opened it up and like, it was literally a bar with all the seats yeah, and like the, I did the crazy see that. lights. That was and, yeah. sick. Yeah, Isn't that totally. sick? That was I sick. Wonder, I do remember I wonder, that. I wonder who did that one. Who's shout out to whoever's 
did that. Um, Marty in New Zealand is asking, what is JT's favorite bike? Uh, great question. I would say I'm between, I am between my new Thunderhawk titanium um, gravel bike. Good Lord, titanium. Yeah, just because it is, it's just, it's just super rad. I love that bike. I'm between that. I would, I would say, all right, it's my Ibis Ripley. <laughs> <laughs> I, know, I, I know there's some i know there's some ripley hate out there but that's one of my that's one of the best bikes i've ever owned in my entire life like that bike is just it impresses me every time i ride i love that bike it's it's kind of a go-to bike for me but um lately especially with my shoulder injury last year or this year or whatever yeah it was last year um i rode a way more road bike gravel road bike than uh, i ever have so yeah that Ooh, one right there. there it is right there Dang, uh, Joey. so i spent a lot of time on that bike just because i was i was not mountain i didn't mountain bike very much last year um due to the injury so i put a lot of time on that i just i found a lot of respect for just road riding and even though the road riding is where i was injured <laughs> i still spent a lot of time on that bike and i it's never had a titanium bike before that's kind of one of those again jc penny catalog as a kid like i want a titanium bike Dude, finally got one like... built it out love it absolutely love it so i would say it's a tie it's a tie between that bear claw and and my ripley what is it about the you said the ripley got a little bit of hate what kind of hate did Just... people put on the ripley well, just because it's kind of like the Toyota Corolla of mountain bikes. It's kind of like one of those, like, everybody's got one type of thing. You drive around. Oh, and you, I see. You see I them see. everywhere. Got um, it. Uh, Nothing fact, performance think, about it. In fact, yeah. mediocre mountain biker who's in the chat right now, if you're still on here, why don't you go ahead and drop a, drop a comment in the chat about what sticker you have on your bike? Because it's um, a little hateful towards the Ripley. We'll wait. <laughs> Is it? it pops up. <laughs> mediocre mediocre mountain bikers saying dusty betty had her channel first (laughs) (laughs) there's there's a lot of dust came before me let me tell you what i'm not the first yes there it is yeah there it is yeah he's saying one less ripley is the secret that he has and he had the gall (laughs) the gall to put put that on a bike and ride with me and i'm riding a ripley did he show it to you? Like, oh, check man. out this new sick sticker yeah, I got. Like, Come on. <laughs> Sounds like something Joey would do. <laughs> yeah, I'm hitting my taste, bro. My taste is obviously it's good. Look at everybody else's <laughs> riding the same bike. <laughs> I mean, that's really the only thing, though. I mean, performance-wise, the bike's treating you well. It's just that yeah, you I see them it. everywhere, type of thing. Yeah, I, I gotcha. get that. I totally get that, and that's why I, I I tried to put a bunch of different parts on it. i mean it's got the, my bird wheels are on that bike it's got a um, bunch of the oil slick ceram stuff on it so i tried to make it a little different but i get it yeah i get it there's a lot of them out there but it's because they're great bikes it's the yeah. toyota corolla man toyota corollas don't die yeah get you where you got to go priced right dependable mm-hmm. yes yes now as far as bird wheels go is it true do those things grow out of the ground where you live now in the farmland if you live on the farm <laughs> they sure do yeah. damn <laughs> we got to get out there yeah i know i'm waiting for another set to pop up because I, I got some other bikes i could use some more bird wheels so i got to plant some more spokes come springtime <laughs> that is so awesome i love that i love that when you put that in there now as far as riding on those i have i've seen them i think um our pal um colorado kid has them on his bike but i've never actually been on them do you can you feel a difference is it I'm assuming like the, there's a big weight difference and there's some stiffness to it for they're 100. They're they're super light. 
Like they're very, very, very light. Um, lightest set of wheels that I've ever owned. Um, they are 100% different. Like they are, you know, I've obviously I've got a lot of different wheels, you know, aluminum of many different widths and carbon of different widths and depths. And um, the thing about the birds is just like they, when you're cornering and when you're really hard on them, they don't feel any different than any other, like I, like my Envy wheels, for example, which I thought were my best, like all mountain wheel to that before I got my bird wheels. Very, very like confidence inspiring, very tough. Like you don't ever like, you know, you hit a rock just right or wrong on a lot of other rims you get that feedback that you know that really bad it's like yeah. it, you feel it in your bones you know what i mean and even on, that's even on, car, on a carbon wheel like i hate that you're, yeah. you're never going to feel that on a bird wheel and it captures so good on, on gopro that. too <laughs> yeah for sure you, you hear it but it's it's hard to explain it's it's i've learned even with that titanium bike is there's so much about what you feel that you also hear like oh. it's and it's a weird thing to explain but like there's a there's a somewhere in between what you hear and what you feel is the it's the combination of the two things that kind of like give you the sensation of like a dampened or softer or better ride and i've mm-hmm. noticed that like so through the titanium i feel that it's like it's a it's a very nuanced sensation that it's hard to put into words because it is it is somewhere between what you feel and what you hear like when you ride an aluminum bike and you were ride it down the road and you would you you feel and you hear certain things when you hit a bump or you hit a crack in the road or whatever versus titanium you hit the same you hit the same crack in the road and it doesn't sound the same or feel the same and it's like that combination of things mm-hmm. like those two things go together to create a different experience wow. and it's like it's hard to explain it's almost like if when you ride an aluminum bike versus a titanium bike, it's almost like someone put a coat of rubber, like a little thin coat of rubber across everything that you ride over. And just, a, just a little bit just takes the edge off. Wow, and the same thing is with those bird wheels. You just, wow. it's almost like every rock and every landing has like this little thin sheet of rubber on it and just takes the mm. edge off. It's very strange, Ooh, that, but it also that, sounds different. Yeah. That sounds satisfying actually. Cause yeah, <clears throat> it's where we are, where we are out here, there's a lot of rock and, when you hit it and if your PSI isn't where you want it, I mean, you get that feedback and it's like a cringy feedback kind of like, you're just like gritting your teeth. Like I I hope I make it to the bottom. Yeah. Right. I hope I just didn't structurally do something to that. (laughs) that And Joey just had a, Joey just went down uh, not too long ago. Oh, there it is. Is that it? Mediocre. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. There it is, folks. Mediocre, <laughs> mediocre mountain biker stealing the show. What? What? That's not it. a small sticker either. No, I told you, man. I was going to like the stem cap or something. No, 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 no. Too. Uh, hey, good Dang, for you for finding that. I appreciate you helping me call him out on this because that's that's a good find right there. <laughs> I respect what a pal. It. Mediocre. <laughs> I, I respect you. You know, putting that out there and you know being being true to your feelings. That's all good. I'm, I'm good with that. So funny. You know he put that on there partially for you. I wonder how much of, of that was it. Was it forty percent, fifty percent, fifty-five? I mean, that's a commitment. That's a big sticker. <laughs> oh yeah. my god, that is hilarious. Yeah, MTV Co-op yeah. is in the chat. Awesome. Oh, sorry, go for it, Joey. Oh, uh, I just you, you. I was just yeah. I'm out. Him big sticker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> MTV Co-op is saying, Jonathan, I'm from Northern Wisconsin oh, and would love to ride with you in Minnesota yeah, or Wisconsin right. sometime. 
My in-laws just moved to Rhinelander, so you got me excited to go to Windman Trails. Oh, absolutely. Yep. That's my that's my home. Those are my home trails that are five hours from my house. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, let that sink in. Um, I'm pretty yeah. sure I follow <laughs> MTB Co-op on Instagram. So hit me up. Send me a DM. Let's figure something out. Let's do it. That's um, so cool. But yeah, the Windman Trails are, well, four and a half. It's a four and a half hour drive for me to get there. But that's uh, that's my home away from home for sure as far as mountain bike uh, trails go. I gotcha. You love them out there. Okay, I gotcha. I, I gotcha. Yeah. yeah. Now, this was a cool interaction. Uh, we're talking about community, MTB co-op, and you just linking up for a future ride. And you actually came to us from our pal in Miami, all the way down south into the east. Uh, Johnny, you. you. Yeah. How cool is the is the mountain bike community? That's the best, man. That's I I think about it a lot just because like I I. I I, well, I probably overthink just about everything that I care about, but the, um, when you really kind of break down the reasons, like the, the motivations for a lot of things and, um, you know, we've myself included have, have been, you know, wrongfully motivated by money in the past, but when it really comes down to why I do what I do, it's just like, you know, there's obviously keep it, you know, being a positive person or just spreading positivity in every way you can is super important. But you know, the, the best thing that you can do with that is spread it. Right. And through, through the community of people that you, that, you know, are like-minded. And I, I know that you've, you've, you've used that term before like-minded people. Right. Yeah. Um, and it's like people like Johnny, like that are so inspiring to me that he has basically, you know, his, his online persona is, is nothing more than to just bring people together. Right. Yes, like he yes. is, he's, <laughs> he's I, I have so much respect for, for what he does and he's so good at it. He's an absolute professional and just, no, I won't, I will not. Johnny. <laughs> Stop it. I will not. Yeah. Because, let's keep going. Let's keep going because this is good. Yeah. I mean, you've all felt it. It's like the Johnny, it's a Johnny U effect, right? Let's, let's coin it. It's the Johnny U effect. And here we are as a, as a result of the Johnny U effect. But I, I say this a lot and it's one of my favorite things to say is that one of my, one of the best things about what I do is meeting men that I met on the internet. (laughs) Wow. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Tell me I'm wrong. No, it's It's a good conversation starter too. It's great. (laughs) <laughs> it's great. I this is this is this is the the best form of currency in my in my opinion, because I'm and most of us I would say are probably not getting rich from YouTube, um, nope. but uh-huh. we are certainly getting rich in in regards to relationships and yes. spreading positivity and and just you know giving ourselves a a better future every day for us and our community by getting to know each other and and creating these these connections like there's no value that you could possibly put on like what Johnny is doing yeah this is true the currency behind what you get from this from building relationships and networking in the community it, it's huge it's it's and it's, it's like and it's so easy in the mountain bike realm. You just kind of put yourself out there and it, one thing leads to another leads to another. And you're like, how did this happen? How is this mm-hmm. all happening? Yeah, absolutely. And- it's, you have no idea the, how you get from A to Z, but all those letters in between are all part of the process and they're all yeah. meaningful and they, 
they're great. Like it's the journey, you know what I mean? Like we always talk about, it's not the destination. It's just, it's a journey. And that's like a mantra for mountain bikers. Right. But that's, that's a hundred percent. Right. And this is we're all on it. We're all on that journey in different ways. And it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter your skill set or, or anything that comes what you ride. Even if it's a Ripley, you could even ride an Ibis Ripley. <laughs> even if there's one less out there, <laughs> you can, you can ride an Ibis Ripley and you can still make friends that you could potentially have for the rest of your life that yeah. you have. And you have no idea how, again, how, how you get from A to Z. There's no way to know, but it's, it's, it's getting through those letters. That's the funnest part. It sure is. I mean, just this last weekend, we we did a group ride, and uh, I see that Capu Coffee is in the house. What's up, Eric? And you know, when you're riding with friends like that, and you haven't ridden in a while, you f- you're instantly a little kid again. Like work's not on your mind, the mortgage payments not on your mind, investing yeah. into this stock, none of that stuff has even mattered. It's not even in the brain anywhere. Mm-hmm. It's about can I stay on his tire? Are we gonna die? Are we having a good time? <laughs> it's like. <laughs> is this my last ride ever yes (laughs) and then you make that turn you're like no it's not baby let's go Uh (laughs) it's just it is just laughter and it's ah man there's something about it i wonder jt i wonder how much of this we're starving for because we have screens that demand all of our attention we have work we have mortgage payments but what millions of years ago or maybe not even that long ago maybe hundreds of years ago we were in a pack hunting down food for all of us and okay. for the village and everything. Now that's all gone. Yeah. Now we're in our car by ourselves. Like, don't look at me. Uh, <laughs> I have my cup of coffee yeah. from Starbucks, you know, yeah. it's like, uh-huh. I just gotta get to my location and, and do my job. Yeah. But then when we get on the bike, I think feel like we tune into something there yeah. that, that yeah. we miss. And I wonder if that's why our community is so strong. I'm, I'm certain. Yeah. I, especially anything that's anything that's done where there's, um, progression and you're pushing yourselves in, in any capacity, whether you ride your first skinny or you hit your first, you know, eight foot tabletop, whatever, doesn't matter. You get, you get your tires off the ground for the first time, like that level of stoke and whoever was there with you. Those are memories that you'll, you'll, you'll never lose. Like they're there forever. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, yeah. and that's, what's like that progression that that stoke that you get from progression. You know what I mean? Like I will never, it, I've never felt the same of, let's say I got a, pr- a prom- promotion at work or something, you know, or someone gave me an attaboy at work. That's great. But it's probably not the same feeling as I would get from, you know, hitting a, a 30 foot jump that I've never hit before. And I've been looking at it for the last three years. It's mm-hmm. totally different. It's just, it's, it's totally different. And it's just, um, I don't know. It's very, very free. It's a very, it's, it's a, it's a mindless fun that you just can't, can't replicate in any other way, I guess. Yeah, you're right. It's like an active meditation. You're just mm-hmm. kind of locked in and zoned and only only go so far with your thought, you know, because yeah. you're trying to survive, you're trying to stay yeah. on it. And then when you get to the bottom and you look around and everyone made it with you and it's just yeah, like, holy, sh- did you see that? I can't yeah. believe we hit that. <laughs> yeah. That feeling just yeah. never will go away. That's so yeah. good. And so I know good. that's an, that's definitely something for me because I'm an overthinker. I I definitely overthink everything. Um, so when I'm mountain biking, and like you said earlier, the the only thing you're concerned about is just holding that wheel, just not mm-hmm. letting this guy go or a girl or whatever, and just like mm-hmm. holding that wheel and not not letting them get away. <laughs> yeah. Or just you know keeping that train going or or whatever, clearing the next jump. Like 
that's the only thing you can focus on at that point. No other, there's no room for any other outside thought to enter your brain. And that's like, that's what I love. And I think that's part of why I like, I stay so busy is just to keep focused. Like I need to, my mind needs to be focused and I know that. And that's where, that's where I'm the most effective. Yeah, that makes sense, man. That makes sense. Dude, <clears throat> this last weekend, I was on Joey's tail on a trail called Speakeasy. And uh, he Joey was pulling away from me. And I, I had the camera rolling. So you know how it goes when the GoPro is on oh, yeah. and the, and the yeah. rider in front of you starting to get out of frame. Oh, yeah. Can't let and you're that trying happen. everything you can to catch up. And Joey's just <laughs> yeah. like, eking away, eking away, eking away. Yeah. And uh, there is a feeling there, too. Like if you're running with the pack and all of a sudden you're kind of losing the pack. Mm. There, there's this feeling of like oh man mm. oh no it's like a deep like it's deeper than just falling back it's like oh oh shit <laughs> <laughs> for sure oh yeah yeah and the it speaking of letting letting different like thoughts come in you start falling off the back of a group and all the doubt in the world starts to enter your mind i'm, yeah. I'm such i'm in the worst shape i'm yeah. so terrible yeah. i didn't ride enough i didn't i, I ate the wrong thing i shouldn't have drank yeah. so much last night like everything <laughs> so true the psi yeah. my tires I'm i selling that this wrong <laughs> that's Done. like one less out of here <laughs> i hate this thing <laughs> mediocre oh. mountain biker was right this thing sucks <laughs> Hey, he's throwing a sticker back at me, that bastard. Yeah. I want a, I want a different bike and I want that sticker now. Mark, you didn't know uh, it, but I adjusted your brakes so they were dragging the whole time. <laughs> the whole time. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I can't stay off the pedals this time. This is so hard. The other thing that's um, cool is like I'm sure between the two of you guys, you have completely different style. Like you guys probably ride and you you have each of you I'm sure has very uh specific style attributes to the way that you ride if i had to guess could you speak to that yeah yeah definitely joey I, has specific skills that he's practiced over a long period of time i don't know i feel a that mark and I are, we're pretty, a particular we're pretty, set of skills we're pretty close yeah. to the same riding Would yeah. you say mark? and like you and i pretty much if i see you do it i'll do it if you see me do it you'll do it but who's like but we'll who's carry the each other because we have a strength okay. in one spot and he'll have a yeah, strength yeah, yeah. In the other yeah. and that's yeah. what takes us to the next level yeah, yeah, I think Joey's strength is definitely climbing, technical, and steep. And mine, mine. If I had one that I'm pulling for the group, it's like it's the jumping part. Yeah, but okay. but yeah, everything else some, I learned from Joey. You've seen you hit some big stuff. Yeah, just like Joey. What do you think? I mean, there's been times we've been on a trail we've never been on before, and you know that moment where you're on the line of doing it or not. And I've I've turned to Joey and said, "What do you think, man?" And there was one in in uh, Haas. Joey's like, "I don't think it's worth it." And oh, like, yep, yeah. that's all I needed to hear. We're yeah, packing we're up good. and out of here. All right. Yeah. yeah. You say but, so. Yeah. But yeah, there was a uh, boy. I, I really wanted to, but, uh, <laughs> but you know, when you're with a buddy that knows your writing style, like you're saying, it's just like, yeah, okay, Joey yeah. knows me better than I know my own writing sometimes. So I better listen to that. And uh, it's way more fun to ride home than be in an ambulance. Cool, <laughs> <laughs> JT, when you, do you remember, this whole wild ride of mountain biking that turned into YouTubing and, and then the, the Dutchman's den. Do you remember the first time you laid eyes on a mountain bike and you first stepped into this world? Do you remember that moment? I do. Yeah. Um, you know, there was a, I, I, I would assume like, like most people, there was a, the local bike shop that most, most of them don't exist anymore, unfortunately. But, you know, back in that day, um, there was a local bike shop that we would ride our bikes to, of course, like, you know, whenever we had a free moment, we would go check out 
this is back when they would have like the glass cases of like all the cool BMX parts and like oh yeah all would be like every color grip you ever you could ever imagine and like the cool cranks and um all the jewelry the mountain but all the biking jewelry <laughs> that was in the glass case and we would we would ride our bikes there which was kind of a long ride but we would go there probably once a week just to see what was new there but there was uh, I had I never I never had great bikes as a probably till I don't know early teens um i always had like probably a sears model something from sears or and we'll say jc penny since yeah. you know that's been a, a topic right? yeah <laughs> but i always had like i always had like an off-brand bike like a free spirit or something something weird where everybody else had like gts and dinos and red lines and haros i always had something weird that like paro gz same same when all the kids had jordans i had hoops remember hoops i had i had ruse i think kangaroos stuff in the pocket but yeah i never had i never had the cool bike so whenever we would go to the bike shop out i'll always be looking at the different bike different mountain bikes they had my first uh mountain bike that it was rigid. It was a Schwinn Sidewinder, I think it was. It was like black with green, and um, it was rigid. Just you know, hardtail rigid. It didn't. I mean, it had. I think it had it had cantilever brakes and um, like thumb shifters. It was, but I bought it with uh, with my own money. And again, I think I was probably twelve or thirteen, but I had been saving up doing lawns and whatever kids do to make money when they're young. Um, but that was it. That was that was it. Once I had that Schwinn Sidewinder, that was when we started riding like single track, like what I would still mm. consider single track to this day. Yeah. And then we started seeing people with front suspension and we started and there was like that particular shop was a Cannondale shop. So you'd start to see these Cannondales pop up at these trails. And there was like a bright orange Cannondale like CAD three. Um so there was like actually there was there was two shops there was on the one that was closest to me that was Schwinn Cannondale and there was one that was like a little farther away the other side of town and they were like Gary Fisher Trek. Oh okay. So and it was like who are you which side yeah, of the, which side which, which side of the of the city do you live on? And if oh, you wow. saw someone with a Gary Fisher or a Trek you knew they were from that side. If you saw someone yeah. with a Schwinn or a Cannondale you knew they were from that side. Oh interesting. And I always uh, I was a Cannondale dude for a while and then um, yeah I built up a hardtail cannondale cad three orange aluminum frame that was my second like really good bike well i should say really really good for me yeah um, but then all in wisconsin this is all in wisconsin oh yeah yep i've i've been living here i've been living here since day one. Oh, og uh, og wow. from the get-go <laughs> yeah from jump street i've been living here and i've seen uh, yeah just south of milwaukee but um eventually i did make the jump to uh, gary fisher I did. That was my first, like, I think that was my first thousand dollar plus. I think it was 1200 bucks. And I probably bought wow. it when I was, I was still in high school. So I was probably 16 when I bought my first oh, Gary Fisher. Dude, uh, so you were heavily into it. Cause a thousand bucks then is probably like what, 3000 oh, now, yeah. 4,000 now yeah. at least. Yep. Yeah, saved up a lot. I, I was buying mountain bikes way quick, way sooner than I was buying cars. Like <laughs> I, I eventually, I eventually kind of veered away and stopped spending so much on mountain bikes because I wanted a cool car. But, um, yeah, my, my first big spends as an early teenager were on, were on bike stuff. Like I, I can remember having, you know, everybody had the Jansport backpack. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I lifetime riding, lifetime like, warranty. <clears throat> big. 
you know, black magic marker Gary Fisher across the back back of that that Jan sport, <laughs> like on the leather part. Yeah. Right. I was like, what's that? Everybody's, what is Gary? Who is Gary Fisher? I'm like, you don't even know. You don't even, you don't even know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then and then movie the movie Rad came out and kind of helped put it on the map sure. a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Um had a couple questions here. Uh Trail Pimp is saying, let's see, he says, remember the Cannondale bikes from the bake in yeah, the yeah. day with the fat mm -hmm. tube frames. Mm -hmm. oh, yeah. 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 did oh, yeah. you ever ride with the lefty i i've ridden a lefty i never owned a lefty okay um but my buddy that worked um for pacific cycles which cannondale is a part of that he um had a lot of cannondales obviously and he would let me borrow some of his some of his higher end uh cannondales so I, i've spent some time on a scalpel with a lefty and it's they're, they're quite quite something um they're they work great it's just everything's so proprietary i've, I've i i like yeah. my nowadays i've made my fleet let's say to be more as most as most interchangeable as it could possibly be whereas like all my mountain bikes i want to be able to like swap wheels and and drivetrain parts and like i want everything to be as mostly the same as possible Sweet. road bikes mountain bikes i want everything to be interchangeable but so that's why i haven't really gone with anything super uh proprietary like a lefty but they are that's some great te technology for sure is lefty is that the one that uh when you're looking at the fork it's just got it's just got one arm on one side and that's it you got it yeah yeah that yeah. thing yeah. trips me out it looks like it looks like it can't handle some <laughs> chunk but it does yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and now they have the one like the the early one was a double crown lefty and then now they have the one i forget what it's called lefty ocho i think and that's just got the single crown where it's got half of a half of a single crown so it doesn't have that dual crown. It's just got the one the lower one. crown. I think that's Pretty what well. I'm thinking of. I think there yes, you know. that's there the left right there. I believe. Yeah. Wow. Dang. Yeah. Those are super trippy. My buddy uh, Jeremy's got got one of those. Wow. Look at that thing. It looks like the wheel front wheel is just gonna take off on you. Yeah. But then, like I said, you got you got that proprietary hub, which now you can't swap that wheel over to any other bike unless it's. Oh. Oh, interesting. Nice interesting. Drop on that bike. <laughs> 38. Wow. From 98 to, oh, to date. Is that, is that a typo? <laughs> yeah, that's gotta be. What is that? <laughs> or is oh, that 2021? 2021. Yeah. Is that, is, that, is that the uh, sales tactic on that? Like uh, put up the original price as something ridiculous and put yeah. the uh, sales price to where we wanted the market. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Now, when you're talking about parts for your bike, are you Shimano guy or SRAM guy or where are you? I, uh, I was Shimano for a very, very long time, but when the Eagle drivetrain came out, like the 12-speed uh -huh. Eagle, that's when uh -huh. I switched over to SRAM, and now I, I do not, I no longer own any Shimano drivetrains. I do have some Shimano brakes, but I don't own any Shimano drivetrains anymore. Interesting, because I've been seeing this meme on Instagram with that guy. He's like, <laughs> ew, bro, ew. It's always like you just, a, can you just do a reel with that guy in it. Like today? I did, yeah, I did, because like normal MTB or had it, and then like Riding Dirty yeah, had it. Yeah, and, like all these guys good. are doing it, and they're yeah. they're either Shimano or SRAM. They're going back I and love forth. That dude, that dude's hilarious. <laughs> what does he say? Like brother, ooh, brother, ooh, brother. Yeah. <laughs> brother why, like, brother? Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it says SRAM or Shimano. Yeah. So so you're you're over on SRAM now. I'm on the SRAM. I'm on the SRAM boat. There he is. Love that. Yeah, guy. there he is. When someone rolls up on a Shimano drive train. 
Joey, give us some sound on that. It will probably get demonetized, but it's. <laughs> Brother, <laughs> what's that? Yeah, it's so good. What's that, brother? <laughs> awesome, thanks, Joey. Yeah, he means That's it. He means best. it. Yeah, he absolutely means it. Those are awesome. So you, you, you know, when you go through, you'll see Shimano, then you'll see SRAM. They're showing back and forth. And at one yeah. point in my feed today, that's why I did that reels because they were like back to back. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. I can't escape this guy. He's everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I don't know. Like Shimano is Shimano's great. Like they make they make great stuff. Yeah. I just and I haven't even I I don't have a single electronic shifter yet. I haven't gone that route yet. Like, cause I know that when that happens, I have to buy like five of them. Cause again, <laughs> I need, I want everything to be interchangeable. And as soon as one swaps over, I have to do the whole thing. Like all the bikes, oh, yeah. all the mountain bikes need to have that. Right. But, um, it's Shimano still great stuff. Like it's, I've had a lot of Shimano stuff over the years. I still, honestly, I prefer their brakes. I think Shimano brakes are better than any of my, any of my uh, SRAM brakes, the like the Shimano XT brakes are probably my favorite brakes of all time. Yeah. But uh, I have some Dominion, some Hayes Dominions I haven't put on yet, so we'll see how those stack up. Ooh, have you tried the? I feel like the land in between is the TRPs. It's true. Got... I I have had TRPs in the past on uh, my downhill bike. Actually, I liked them. I liked them. Um, they're Mangura too. Like that's another one. Mangura's are, oh, are, yeah, are yeah, great, yeah. Are great uh, brake manufacturer as well. They're, they're all so close, but again, it's like, you know, I don't, I, I do have a SRAM Shimano haze and Mangura bleed kit. So it's like, <laughs> I, I might as well buy whatever because I can service all of it. <laughs> you know <what> I mean, <laughs> that's, that's my point is like, I want, my i'm trying to get everything so that's like similar so i can only have one bleed kit but that that might be an area that's just not that, that's not feasible yeah that's gonna be tough i mean once you bleed once you like bleed yourself into one you're gonna be like oh boy yeah exactly. <laughs> i had I mineral oil for this one and <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah, we uh joey and i just found this uh company called freedom coast and they make these brake levers that drop the the curvature of the okay. lever by was it was it 12 millimeters joey or was it 20 oh, it was yeah what it was, was a, that? yeah it was a know. big drop but it looks a lot like the shimano xt okay and they only fit the trps right now but i think they are trying to to work them with others but uh yeah now you have like that modular feel but then also yeah. that that super bite if you need yeah, it. yeah 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 and hmm, uh interesting. it's been a couple That's times yeah, and they come in all different colors. Um, That's cool. Free, Freedom Coast, they are, which are cool. I think Joey's popping something up. There they are, right there. Yeah. Man, those TRPs are hot, though. That is Aren't a, they? That is a good-looking lever, though. Yes. That, seed and stuff. That looks pretty sick. Yeah, CNC. See how it drops down like that? So Yeah. Oh, yeah. We got them installed on our bike, and we rode a local trail out here called the Luge. And uh, when we got to the bottom, because your finger sits in that cradle – like mm -hmm. kind of naturally the there was like zero arm pump when we got mm. to the bottom it was like this is really this is something is this cool. really is something yeah. are you a hoverer i'm a hoverer like, i do I hover. oh yeah always. me too keep those always yeah i keep that thing on me i always keep that thing on me yep always <laughs> even if i'm right like riding the kids around oh, yeah, like, dad yeah. why are you covering the brakes yeah, like, those I are gotta cover yeah huh, joey pop terrible. that up again that space yeah. gray is that the one you have on yours joey 
Yeah, you, we actually both have. You have. Yeah, we have That's that adult. exact setup right there. Oh yeah, yeah. I got the gold on the Capra, and yeah. uh, and uh, the other that one on the yeah, and hmm. orange ones on the decoy. I think I I got. Uh, mediocre saying i love the color yeah that yeah. it's it's good looking but um dude as far as like bikes go and where you are progressing and everything else i mean you have all these different bikes so you are definitely a lover of all the disciplines of our sport for sure gravel yeah. To, yeah. to the trail to downhill is, yeah. is is there one that you favor the most or do you just kind of bounce around depending on where you are and, and what the weather looks like yeah, I like, I guess I like to think about it as like a, um, a bag of golf clubs, right? It's like wherever the, oh, wherever nice, you yeah. lie, wherever the ball lies, you got to find the the best club for that particular lie. And in that case, where are you? What's the weather? What are the conditions? What's the, what's the best way you can ride a bike today? So I like to be able to have the proper tool for the job. But if I, mm. if I had to, if I had to pick, I've always said that I identify, I identify as a mountain biker. And as far as mountain biking is concerned, I'm, I would say trail trail bike. So as much as, you know, I love to ride flow trails and, and I, I love downhill trails and I love drops and jumps and, and a little bit of chunk here and there. So I, I, although I probably have the most fun on like my all mountain bike, which would be my Canyon spectral, um, Ooh, sick bike. my, my daily driver, like if I could only ride one and if I can only do one thing, I'm probably riding my trail bike, mediocre mountain biker earmuffs, brother. The Ripley. <laughs> he said Ripley. That's right, brother. That's that's right, brother. You hear that? That's right, brother. <laughs> and I could only have one. It's that one right there. Oh, see, I almost I would I would have bought a Jeffsy if they had it in stock. I would have bought a Jeffsy, but they did not have it in stock. I bought that it during is, the worst yeah. possible time to buy a bike. Did you get it when everything was short? Oh yeah. Every, yeah. Everything was on the boats. I almost started a business of taking like little you know, seal boats out there to mm, the big ships and being like, oh, container yeah, yeah. one, four, one, four, yeah. five, please. <laughs> yeah. I got room for one. Yeah, yeah exactly. But it's going to be expensive. <laughs> it's going to be expensive. I just, I was like, I was, I was between those two bikes. Well, actually I looked at the IBS What's the other one? The Ripmo, but the Ripmo was like that was never going to be in stock. So I was between, I was waiting for either the Spectral or the Jeffsy to get in stock. And whenever one of those got in stock, it was like click, like the, the yeah. second, boom, take it, give it to me. <laughs> and it was the it was the Spectral. And in fact, I had to buy a lower model. I bought like is the second to the lowest model, even though I wanted like the the second to the highest model because I think there was four. So that's why I upgraded it immediately. Like I. I didn't have, um, I, I couldn't get the model that I wanted in the size that I wanted. So I had to get a lower model and then, um, upgrade it. So I, I couldn't even get the bike I wanted, even, even buying the bike that I wanted. I couldn't get the bike that I wanted, but wow. ultimately I wanted the Jeff C ended up with the spectral. Gotcha. But the spectrals no, too. I mean, dude, watching uh Braden Bringhurst do everything on that bike has got, like I think everyone's heads going, whoa, that yeah. guy's a oh, beast. Man. Yeah. Oh my yeah. guy, Christian man is in the chat. Look at this. There we go. Right here. Yeah, Christian the fat tire ride. He was saying, yeah. was hoping you would say road bike on behalf of the fat tire ride. Yeah, we do this ride that's like um, a place called Lake Geneva that's just south of us. And uh, you know, here in Wisconsin, 
we like to drink we like to drink some some beer nice. some alcohol of any kind this is kind of what we do that's what we do here in the state we drink we drink our alcohol and beer that's just part of our life i gotta go visit cheers cheers <laughs> <laughs> but uh we also like to combine you know in order to be the drink uh, be the most the drunkest state in the nation you have to find ways <laughs> to combine drinking with everything that you do and in, in our case we do a ride called the fat tire ride which is a ride around a lake and you hit like 12 different bars on the way it's like a 25 mile ride it's on the road oh, um, and geez, yeah johnny thank you of course the cheese but we ride around this lake and we hit there's, there's bars in wisconsin you cannot throw a rock and not hit a bar like there's bars everywhere wow. like in this house in this house right now there's three bar, four bars in this house. wow <laughs> so there's bars everywhere but uh, so uh, you go around this lake and you stop at every single bar and you get a drink at every single bar and then by the time you're done you've had like 15 drinks and you've ridden about 25 miles um and there's usually like four or five thousand people that do this ride so it's cool they kind of shut down the roads and so it's it's not safe by by any means but it's safer that you're not going to get at least hit by a car um Ooh. But uh, yeah, so Christian's talking about that ride, and yeah, road. And again, I did say it was a tie, Christian. I did say it was a tie between my my uh, Bear Claw Thunder Hawk and my mountain bike. That's yeah, true. Thanks. He did, and Jason, I did get a good soundbite of how you were saying you need to. It's like bikes for like a, a a golf bag of clubs for any of us who have to patch it through to the wives first. Yeah, that's a perfect soundbite. Like this yeah. is the reason why. I mean, yes. I'm now on the single train, so I don't have to speak to anybody first but <laughs> when i do in the future we'll have that sound bite can you imagine going golfing with just a putter how would that work yes how would, how would it work? work how no one's doing that <laughs> no it's not it's not sustainable that's not right. that's not a, a recipe for success yes and when i do get the putter the putter with that grip on it i need to upgrade the grip <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, a, that's the grip that everybody has. That's the that's, that's the right. Ripley grip. You know, like <laughs> oh my god, that's so funny. We have a uh, Johnny is saying, "I am buying a ticket right now. I'm buying oh, a ticket to fly there. There's no for the race. race. Yeah, it is not a race. No. <laughs> <laughs> if there's a race, it's the race to the first bar, which we we actually go to a bar. We pre pre drink before that the the ride even starts because <laughs> you got to tailgate we also tailgate for everything so we even tailgate before we go drink that is awesome i like driving the golf cart with a drink i uh yeah that is always so fun it always seems like out there on the on the course no matter how healthy you are when you're on a golf course it's it's beer golf cart and a cigar has to come out at some point Dude, that you're is like, that's a vibe that's a total that's right vibe. That Usually, like around the, the ninth or tenth hole, you're like, "Wow, where'd those come from?" And there's always a story. <laughs> oh, oh, my yeah. friend was in Cuba, and he yeah. got, there was <laughs> yeah. these things. They were by the by the coffee things, and you yeah. taste a little bit of like Java in this. <laughs> yeah, you get that. You get to feel those notes. That's earthy notes coming through. And, yes, <laughs> there's gonna be an aftertaste, and then they have like some weird blowtorch lighter. Like, where the hell did you get that thing from? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. What else do you use this for? Yeah, I didn't have that. <laughs> it's a vibe. It's a definitely yeah. a vibe. It is a vibe. Yeah, I, I'm a huge golf. I love. I'm terrible at golfing. Absolutely horrible, but absolutely love it. It's great. What, what's your hand? Or I like. I know what I'm talking about. What's your I handicap? <laughs> I'm about a ten. About a ten beer handicap. If yes. That's the same. I start. I stopped counting after a hundred. I'm like, do I have yeah. to still count <laughs> the strokes here? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, uh, so Christian, 
man, the guy that we just pulled up his comment. He is, he's my golf buddy. He's, we golf, we try to golf once a week, at least last year we had a good thing going until I hurt my shoulder, but, um, yeah, he's, he's, he's my golf buddy there. So he knows, he knows all about what you're saying. It's, it's that vibe. You got it. It's a beautiful day on the course. You got, you got your beer or your cocktail and your, and your cigar. And it's just the only thing in front of you is the next shot. That's a great, that's a great thing. Love that golf. Is a, it is a great thing. In a lot of ways, it does feel like my mountain biking because you just kind of think you're looking down the, the fairway, kind of like you look down the trail you, you kind of think about what you're going to do. And then when you're doing it, you just, you're, you go mindless again. You're totally. just like doing yeah. that and then catching up with your buddy. And you're like, where'd the last four hours go? Look at all these That's... text messages. Weren't you supposed <laughs> yeah. to be at work today? Oh, sure. yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's funny because if I had to describe, if I had to describe my golf game in one word, it would be mindless. <laughs> yeah, Absolutely mindless. Some guys leave with a full bag of clubs and come back with like two or three gone. That's he leaves them in the trees i've seen him leave <laughs> golf clubs in the trees 20 feet up in the air you'll never get oh my God. Probably still there today that's so funny you have somebody coming up behind you like did anyone of you lose a club or forget a club back Every there time. up Every in the time. tree <laughs> guys are giving me oh. ptsd <laughs> it's good, Joey. Are, you, are you a golfer joey you're not or a golfer or what? i i'm not a golf story but i have a a quick golf story i can share with you yeah <laughs> let's hear it joey was staying in palm springs with the family the room came with a free round of golf so my son who is a golfer went him and i went early in the morning before it became 115 degrees outside and went golfing Ooh. in palm springs Ooh. great day when we were done this is like around 10 in the morning because it's getting hot already keys car keys are gone they were oh, clipped no. on me but they're gone can't oh. find them Oh, no. We turned the cart around. We're the only people there. We follow the whole trail all the way, everywhere we'd gone. No keys, no keys anywhere. I had to go back, rent a car, drive home, get oh, another no. set of keys in Carlsbad, turn around, drive back Ooh. out there to pick up my family. <laughs> so oh, my Did you ever find them? Ever? No, we never found them. No. Oh my god. Nobody found them. It, it's a mystery. It makes no They're sense. They're in a sand bunker or somewhere. Yeah. I mean, we did off-road the golf cart a little bit, so wow. <laughs> you got to see yeah. what they can do. I mean, that like, you got to. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can see why they put treads on the photos tires. that my son took. You can see the keys hanging on my belt loop, and then so we kind of had a yeah. No, it was a bad day. So a free so, round of golf was a rental car and a long ride home. <laughs> and a long ride home. Free, yeah. free round. Free. Of golf. free. And for yeah. the folks who don't know, it's Things about a free. two and a half hour drive to get back and forth <laughs> from <laughs> San Diego to Palm Springs. Oh man. Oh man. Oh uh, JT, I I want to thank you for jumping on the show. I want to oh, yeah. I want to share this with everybody I who's on that. here live or people that are watching. For the folks that are on. Spotify and iTunes, you got to jump on JT's Instagram and check this out. I, I want to show this clip because I th think this is one of the best things I've ever seen. And I want to ask you how you did it. But uh, folks, I'm going to be putting up one of the IG reels that JT did. And it's one of my favorite movies, Back to the Future. Check this oh, out. man, That was such a trip. That was such a trip. So I'll watch it real quick. Here it comes. From the start. Look at Marty. It fly. 
So how, yeah, how, how did you get, okay. So one of my favorite movies of all time, I, the hoverboard is a one wheel and how did you deck it out like that? So, so I didn't, I didn't at all. So we had a, a Halloween party at my buddy's um, property there. Who's got the motocross track in his backyard. That's Ryan's place. Um, so he's got this big, beautiful barn that we have parties there a lot. Um, and his barn has, three bars in it as well just so you know it is wisconsin <laughs> this is uh, awesome <laughs> so he has this has this costume party and, and my buddy uh, jeremy and his wife who are uh, also avid mountain bikers um he's been in a bunch of my videos they show up and again back to the future same thing for me one of the like that's like my childhood one of my favorite movies of all time and they show up in this costume of marty mcfly and i forget what her name is but his girlfriend and like I saw his outfit. I'm like, dude, the, the level of detail, like he made the shoes oh, like those, you know, those, those yeah, the those shoes that air up, Nikes. you know, like yeah. the auto, auto air up shoes. Yeah. He bought, he bought some, some Nikes and, and built them. Same with his one wheel. He's a huge one wheeler. So he had, he, you know, decked out the one wheeler, like took it apart, painted it like everything to make it look oh, like wow. a hoverboard that's in the video or in the movie. So he went through like just ridiculous extent to make his outfit and her outfit look like absolutely perfect. So when I saw him, I was like, dude, this is ridiculous. We have to do something. Like, let's make a, let's make a video. And he was like, let's just, let's, let's make a video of, uh, of me just riding the, riding the hoverboard. And I was like, well, that would be cool, but why don't we like recreate a scene? Yes. So I like quick storyboarded it. And we got his buddy um, to be the villain, obviously like one of Biff's boys and jennifer thank you jennifer. Um, yeah and i just like real quick i was like all right here's what we need to do and quick storyboard was like all right we'll get the we'll get all the characters we got we got the biff chasing we got we got jennifer and we got we got marty so we get out there and i just start barking orders out and so i was on a separate one wheel filming so he was on oh. his one wheel which is hoverboard his his buddy was on his one wheel uh at being the bad guy chasing along and then i was on a third one wheel that's how i got all those follow shots that's and this how was 100 doing uh, done on my phone so i just filmed Whoa. it on my phone wow iphone samsung what what kind of phone were you shooting on well i mean an iphone <laughs> is there I any know. other <laughs> i don't understand the question i'm sorry right i don't understand the question <laughs> so you're talking about a dvd player <laughs> yeah DVD player is the same. well was the same. <laughs> that way but yeah I use an and I, anyways um <laughs> uh, yeah thank you christian with the samsung <laughs> <laughs> so i used my iphone my iphone <laughs> and i just kind of told them what to do and i followed along on the one wheel and, and that worked out pretty pretty damn good like we we just i again they just they did exactly what i asked and then um when it was over i'm like okay i'll put this up tomorrow like i assumed i would go like when i when i edit 
like reels or shorts, I'll do them on my computer because like editing on my phone, I'm old. My eyes are old. I'm just, I'm not meant for that anymore. Yeah, I was like, all right, I'll put this up tomorrow. <laughs> and then I was, I was thinking about, it, I was like, man, this is just not gonna, I was thinking about the timing. I'm like, cause I think that it might've been Halloween that day. And I was like, well, it's not gonna make any sense if I put it up tomorrow. So I was like, mm. ah, shit, I gotta, I gotta edit this Good right day. now. Yeah. So I'm at this party. I've had a few drinks. Um, <laughs> and like we're in the barn and there's like a bunch of people everywhere. So I go in the corner and I'm literally like, in the corner like this like, Trying like to edit on your editing a stupid video on my phone by myself for probably an hour and everybody keeps coming in like what's he doing over there what's he doing? And I kept asking sarah like what what's he doing and i'm and she's like oh he's still editing a video or whatever and i people kept coming up to me i'm like you just gotta you just gotta let me finish this i swear it's gonna be worth it just let me be I hate this. I hate every second of trying to edit this on my phone, but just let me get it done. And it was the worst, like editing this thing on my phone. That's not for me. I know a lot of people can edit really well on their phone. That ain't me. I need gigantic screens. Thank yeah, you. Same. Um, but knocked it out and then put it out and people were stoked. And it was, uh, it's, it's pretty, it has nothing to do with cycling, which is fine. Cause it's just, it's too rad of a video. And I love, I love back to the future. So it worked out pretty yeah. well. Oh, it's awesome, man. Like a little chase scene in there, the music, yep. the way that everybody looks, the way that you filmed it. It was now, what did you use for editing software on your phone? Was it like a cap cut or did you just use Instagram to Instagram, edit? Which is, wow. it couldn't be more terrible. Like that <laughs> editing software couldn't be more terrible. Yeah. It, Especially when you're so stuck. Like I didn't have a choice. I was like, I either get it up now or I'm not putting it up because it doesn't make any sense to put this up the day after Halloween. Wow. So I knocked it out and it, it was awful to put in. Like the filming was so much fun. Like we had a blast <laughs> filming it. And then we got inside and I had to be by myself, like in trouble in the corner for an hour. Oh, and then, uh, and then, and Sarah kept coming up to me like, are you going to be done soon? Cause like, you're being really weird in the corner over here. And I'm just like, no, <laughs> just give me a minute. It's going right. to be worth it. The 15 uh, minutes turns into an hour yeah. scenario. Oh yeah. I could, oh, uh, well, it's the last, last time I'll ever, I'll ever edit on a phone. It was horrible, but Dang. It, was, it ended up, That's it hard. ended up being cool, but it was all basically if, if their costumes weren't, just so on point it would have never been a thing but since their costumes were just so ridiculously on point it had to do something that is so cool that is so cool yeah that was one of the first things that i noticed is like he's got the shoes even you know it was like how, how did it even so perfect the hat those. like that like iridescent yeah. hat and yeah. the wigs were perfect her outfit yeah. jennifer's outfit was perfect like yeah. absolutely perfect she was just sleeping on the swing had no just idea like, there was like a movie just like things going on yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was awesome yeah. oh man for the folks out there listening on itunes and spotify you gotta check out that clip and give uh, the dusty dutchman a follow on instagram and on youtube great things coming out the dutchman's den is coming out like with within a couple days saturday so you want to make yeah, sure you subscribe saturday yeah yeah i can't wait to see i mean those ceilings were high that's a lot of wood that you had to put in there to create what Georgia, you're creating. I got wood, man. I got yeah. 100, 100, <laughs> yeah. 100 two by fours were gone in like a couple days. I mean, oh. that was like three trips. Wow. That's yeah. huge. That's huge. Yeah. Joey, how many, how many is that? That, that many pieces of wood. <laughs> is that a lot? <laughs> Damn, I'm not even Precisely drinking over here. 100. <laughs> I did that math real quick. Really good. No, math are hard, and you nailed it. How do you, how do you guys do that? <laughs> oh, man. Practice. 
That's so good. Yeah, give him a follow. Turn on the notifications so you get that video when it drops. And uh, ending this on a new thing that we're doing this year, JT, the previous guest asked a question to the, the future guest. And on closing, the previous guest asked, how do you deal with negative comments? If you get any negative comments, how do you deal with it as a creator? First of all, I think, I mean, there's, there's something to be learned from, from all the comments. I mean, they're, they're mostly, I get entertainment from them. Like even when like the most, <laughs> most ridiculous comments are at, at worst entertaining. Um, but every now and again, you get bad comments that actually have like hints of feedback, like, feedback that could potentially be true mm, so mm -hmm. i don't know i just try to take them all with a grain of salt ultimately I, most of them are i people think i'm bullshitting but most of them are very entertaining like the worst of the worst are at least entertaining to me um but i'll still I, like i respond to everyone every single one good or bad even, even the negative one wow every single one yeah and it the funniest part is when you'll get like this is how you know a lot of people uh, respond negatively for attention because, because, because I respond to every single one, there's been two or three times now that someone will say something like super off the wall and negative and I'll respond and be like, yeah, cool. Thanks for the feedback. Thanks for watching something like that. They'll and then they'll respond and then I'll respond yeah. and then uh, they'll respond. And four to five comments later, they're like, you know what? You're a pretty cool dude. Like you <laughs> seem nice. Like, uh, you know, I'm sorry. We, you know, like it, it, I, it, I could pull them up because they're pretty, they're pretty fantastic. Like there's, I can think of three times where that's happened. Like really negative comments have turned into, all right, well, yeah, that's, you know, you seem like a nice enough guy. So just, you know, keep up the good work or something like that. I'm like, okay. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And so you so I don't know. I, I respond to all of them. I, 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 I find it's certainly easier to respond to positive comments, but it is, uh, I appreciate the challenge of responding to the more negative comments and finding a way, I don't know. It's just a good social exercise, I guess, to just, just find ways to deal with anything. And believe me, I've heard it all. <laughs> <laughs> That's good that you don't let it like hold on to you. Cause I know for some folks, sometimes even like me included, I'll, I'll read something. I'm just like, there, there'll be a hundred, like, really positive things. And then there's mm -hmm. just the one in like, mm -hmm. all, all you could think about is that one. <laughs> it's like, yeah, oh, man. Yeah. They, they certainly have a way of, um, standing taller than the positive comments, which, which I think is natural, I guess. I, I don't think, I think most of us would, would feel that way, but you just got to kind of look at where's it coming from, like, and why. And, Again, I, they probably you're going to put way more thought into why they posted it than they ever did posting it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? That's there, true. There's a yeah. knee jerk reaction. They go, this sucks. You suck. Send like <laughs> yeah. that's as much as they ever thought about it. And then you're going to sit there and go like, suck. Analyze it. Like, what <laughs> the part was, it? was it the first minute? And it's I don't know. I guess, again, if the, if there's something to learn from it, then learn from it. If not, then I. Again, if it's something that's worth it, I'll I'll respond and be like, you know, what specifically is the issue here, or what didn't you like about like if someone would say like your graphics suck, I'm like what about them don't you like? Like yeah. I would love I would love to make them better next time around. What would you like to see? 
and just put a little something back towards them to see, you know, most of the time they won't respond, but if they do, that's fine too. Yeah. So no. there's, I think there's, it's, it's, you know, there are opportunities. Everyone, every comment is an opportunity and uh, you just, you just never know. Like I said, you would never, I, I, I've had a lot of uh, enjoyment showing people some of those like little text chains or comment chains about where by the <laughs> end of that comment chain, they're just like, no, you seem cool, man. <laughs> Check you later. <laughs> you're like, all right, peace. Appreciate you watching. So, I, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's the fact that anybody reaches out, or you know, whether it's positive or negative, there's there's an opportunity there. So that's kind of how I approach it. That's great, man. That's awesome. That's a great attitude towards it. Yeah, Johnny even says it here. What a great attitude to have. I can't believe people leaving negative comments. Mm -hmm. But yeah, seeing it as an opportunity, whether it's a good or bad. Trump him saying, I only leave good comments. Yes, appreciate your brother. True. He does. Yeah. He does. Oh, man. JT, thank you so much for jumping on the segment podcast tonight. It's been awesome talking awesome. to you. Yeah, super so fun. fun. So yeah. fun. Yeah, I appreciate um, you guys, man. It's awesome. Oh, anything in closing that you'd like to share that we haven't that we haven't covered? I don't think so. I think that was pretty good. Um, again, I think, uh, I think this is like, this is the, this is the most fun that I have <laughs> making, <laughs> making content. Like this is my favorite, this is my favorite type of content. There's nothing, nothing better than this. There's this beats any bird spoke growing into a bird set of wheels. In my opinion, <laughs> this beats any back to the future uh, <laughs> remake. This is, this is the most fun that i can have on the internet so i appreciate you guys love it i love it folks give jt a follow that you can find him on on uh, youtube and instagram the dusty dutchman folks see you guys Thanks, on the next episode Shoo! Peace. all right senders hope you guys enjoyed that episode with dusty the dutchman aka jt jonathan what a cool dude. And man, I love how in Wisconsin they're doing these things where like every house seems to have a bar in it. It just sounds like they know how to have a good time and they're pretty relaxed. And I love also how it doesn't matter where you mountain bike. You could be from California, Florida, Chicago, wherever, and we have the mountain bike and the trails in common. And you can sit there and have a good time and make new friends um, in far away places, which I love about this podcast, and I hope you guys are finding that too when you listen to these shows. Um, one of the new things that we're doing this year is at the end of the show, once everything stops recording, we go backstage and we ask the guest to give us a question for the next upcoming guest. And JT's question to the next guest is this. With people's attention span being the new frontier, meaning like it used to be land and it used to be all these things, and now it seems like everyone's vying for people's attention, whether it's TikTok or Instagram or YouTube shorts, how many eyeballs can we get? How much attention can we get? His question is, is the people's attention is the new frontier. How challenging is it to get that attention with the content that you make. And that's going to be asked to our next guest in episode 143 coming up. We will have Sebastian, AKA Seabass, AKA Normal MTB -er. And we are taking this on the road, folks. We will be in Sedona, Arizona for the Sedona Mountain Bike Festival. We'll have some great guests on the show, on the mic, as well as on the camera. So hope you guys can join us for that. That'll be next week, episode 143. 
it's going to be a blast. So until then, keep that one pedal down, keep that other pedal up, and hey, just keep cranking away when life gets challenging because we're all going to be facing some challenges in our life. And the only way we can get through it is cranking that bike all the way to the top. And when you're up there, there'll be a lot of us cheering for you. And hey, we'll see you guys all at the top.